Hey y'all, this is Sam. And this is Steven. And welcome to Crimeology. This is episode 12, and we are here again. Um, like always, we just want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to us. Um, I think I've mentioned in previous episodes that every time we get here to um, record, we look at how many um, listens we have. And we've hey, been you, s- you said it right this time. I Good job. Did purposely you, did. Did you have that scripted? <laughs> I've been studying. Um, and we've been going up by the hundreds each week. Um, and that's still true. And so um, just thank you guys for that and showing your support and continuing to show up and listening week after week. And especially for if there's certain types of you know, crimes that you want us to cover, you know, if you've had a favorite one that we've done so far, let us know. And then that way Sam has a better idea, you know, because she's the whole brains of this operation, not me, of, you know, putting all these together and doing all the... Right. Um, I've been so, trying yeah. to space them out where, you know, it's different types of crimes each week and trying to not have multiples of the same kind of crime in the row um and today actually we posted something on our instagram asking for um suggestions and you you guys have sent some suggestions in and so we'll put those in uh coming episodes and i'll look into those and make those into little episodes um so if you're not following our social medias Make sure you go follow us at Crimeology Pod, so that way next time we post something like that and you have any suggestions or anything, you can let us know. And then uh, make sure you give us five stars on Apple, because that's what we want. Um, we'll, we'll take four, but we prefer five. Right. Um, <laughs> if you have any suggestions or anything, we've you can email us at crimeologypod at gmail.com. Um, and always I post, um, source material on our Facebook page. So make sure to go like that, um, for more content on each episode. And with all that being said, we're going to get started with this week's episode. Uh, this week we're talking about the Bennington Triangle disappearances. Um, so these are five disappearances that happened in the same location in Vermont that is known as the Bennington Triangle. We're going to post a picture of the area on our uh, social media, so go make sure to go look at that. It's just um, an area that just so happens to be (laughs) in the shape of a triangle, so that's how it gets its name. Um, So now we're, so we're going to talk about each disappearance in order of, of how it took place and then we're just going to talk about a few theories uh, that people have about this area and what happened there. So the first person to go missing was Mitty Rivers. He was last seen on November 12th, 1945, and he was 74 years old. So he was guiding a group of about four hunters up in these mountains. Now he's very familiar with this area specifically um, and not only is he familiar with this area, but he's an experienced hunter and fisherman. So he's guiding these people up. So he leads them down to some um, fishing grounds and then they're kind of headed back up to the campsite. And then 
Rivers gets just a little bit ahead of the group to the point that, like, he barely gets out of eyesight of the group. So the group continues up, but then Rivers never gets back into their line of sight. So the group continues on, and Rivers is never seen from again. The only, so obviously a search is made. The only kind of evidence that they found was a single rifle cartridge that was found in a creek. And so uh, that was kind of all that they had working um, with Rivers. So some thought, you know, it could have fell out of his pocket when he was leaning over. He could have maybe fumbled with it while trying to shoot something off, you know, or whatever. So that's all we have on rivers and he was just never seen again so it's kind of this one and this is another one that i've never really heard about until now you know getting getting this from you it's one of those things of like it's so wild that he went um you know he was just just ahead of this group that he was leading and he's just gone yeah yeah and normally you would think of you know if he fell down a hill or you know if it was something like that that you would at least hear maybe like kind of the initial scream yep. or something so that's kind of the one here's yeah. here's number one this is the weird thing that i'm seeing right. right now i don't know where i heard i think i think honestly what happened is i googled true crime cases and just looked at websites and then they it mentioned this one and I was like, Oh, that's an episode. Um, so I also was not familiar with this one before researching it. So anyways, rivers is our first case that goes missing. The second person to go missing is Paula. Sorry, Paula Welding. She was last seen on December 1st, 1946. So, and she was 18 years old. So she goes out on the trail, just ready to enjoy a nice little hike. Many people saw her start the hike, including one person who even gives her directions of this specific trail that she's going on. So an elderly couple said the last time they saw her, she was about 100 yards ahead of them. And then she turned the corner of the trail. Um, so they get to the same corner of the trail and then they turn and it's kind of a straight shot after that trail and they don't see her. That was the last time she was seen. She turns the corner of the trail. The elder people do the same thing. They don't see her anymore. Again, no evidence was found after a search was put on. And even the family even put a $5,000 reward. Um, but no information and nobody came forward. So there's nothing about these people. Um, rumors were said that she moved to Canada with her boyfriend or that she closed herself off from the world and just decided to live in the mountains. Um, when she started the hike, this is kind of the only, I don't know the word, evidence, I guess. It, um, it, but it's not really evidence. So when she starts the hike, it's like 50 degrees outside. And she's doesn't have a jacket. Like she's in hiking attire, but no jacket. Um, And that was the only bit of information that witnesses could give police. That was the only thing that seemed off to them. 
Um, so nothing is found of her, no evidence, except for the fact that she decides to go hiking in 50 degree weather without a jacket. So that's all we have on her. Well, and so, okay, so I'm going to just recap everything. Yep, here we go. So for this one, it's the theories. Right. I mean, like, the, she moved to Canada with her boyfriend, like, you gonna just move in the middle of the hike or well that i mean yeah i was just like why then why like go on a hike and then disappear in the hike i mean i guess if you're run you know if you've got if there's more to the story and you're trying to run from somebody you act like you're going on this hike and then move to canada All right yeah so i guess i guess that could be a real real realistic um rumor mm-hmm. but it just seems like a lot yeah that that seems i mean you definitely i mean you, you know the way you put it now you definitely could if i was gonna move to canada i just moved to canada i wouldn't fake my own disappearance. disappearance right yeah and then the then the other one was or she closed herself off from the world and decided to live in the mountains uh i mean that one seems a little bit of a reach but i mean i guess if you semi kind of know the area you could right. tuck away but i mean i don't i wouldn't know many 18 year olds who are just like all right cool you know just live <laughs> my done. life Bye. live my life in the mountain now Peace. yeah so i mean that one to me is kind of i mean really the whole canada th- out of those two if those right. are my options i'm i'm leaning towards you know right. we're gonna go with we'll we'll go with canada all right now the third person that went missing is James Tedford. He went missing on December 1st, 1947, which is exactly one year after Paulo went missing. Okay. Now this is, this is where, so, you know, there's disappearances. So it's kind of, oh yeah. But then you go exactly one year from the last. Okay. Yeah. Something's, something's definitely messed up here. Right. So James was actually in another town visiting family and was returning home. In order to return home, he had to pass through Bennington. So he, he's not even associated with Bennington except for the fact that he has to drive through town in order to get home. But he's taking a bus. Now, this is the craziest disappearance to me because, according to witnesses, James does get on the bus and he's last seen on the bus at the last stop before Bennington. However, somehow between the last stop and Bennington, he vanishes. That's that's the chicken skin moment right there. His belongings were still in the luggage rack. Like his bus ticket is still on his seat. Like everything's there he's just not on the bus that's just man that's one of those things of like if this happened even like 50 years right from when this actually happened there'd be so much more technology right and we and we've kind of talked about this before too of like these older cases of of you know if they were brought even 30 years right from when it actually happened there would be so much more technology and all sorts of stuff like that but yeah with this being 19 you know late 40s late mid late 40s it's just and 
Yeah. That's, I mean, number one, I'm thinking the bus driver. Right. I mean, there's a, this is just. It's a head scratcher for sure. Just because he, I mean, he was on the bus. There's so many places you can go on a bus and you just up and leave. Okay. <laughs> well, and especially that all of his stuff right. is still on the bus. That's the, and even his, um, Ticket. even his tickets in the seat. Like, that's not something you he just, just went to the bathroom. you just leave, right? you know, in your seat. You kind of, I, I mean, obviously, I don't really know how buses work, but, right. <laughs> but I mean, I would imagine you would need to keep your ticket right. with you. So this is the one that, I mean, obviously... What kind of search can you do, really? Um, People see him physically get on the bus. They physically see him on the bus as they leave the last stop. And then he vanishes (laughs) while the bus is moving. So, there wasn't... I mean, obviously there was a search and people are looking you know, and doing what they can during this time, like how you talked about with technology. Um, but again, the only kind of evidence they have is that his stuff is still on the bus. And that's all we have on that disappearance. And that's all folks to quote the great <laughs> Looney Tunes. Um, the fourth person is Paul Jepson. He went missing on October 12th, 1950. He was eight years old. Um, Paul went with his mother to feed some pigs. Um, the mother left Paul in the truck while she, while she actually went out to do the work. Um, she actually ends up leaving him alone for about an hour in the truck by himself. And then when she comes back, he's gone. That's a, that's a long time to leave somebody alone. That's also what I thought, but... I mean, at first when I read this and I, it said, you know, she's gone for an hour and then he's gone. And I was like, well, I would be gone too if you made me wait for an hour. Right. Um, Like, mom, this is stupid. I'm going back to the house and see you there. Right. Um, So at first I was just like, okay, first off an hour. Goodness. What are you doing? But again, you have to think about like times are completely different back then. Like, now, I think we are so much more um, aware of our surroundings and we're thinking twice about things, you know. And I think that happens because we now have knowledge of cases like this. And we have technology where we can learn things like this. So, maybe times were completely different back then. I mean, this obviously is probably something they've done multiple times. And so... Right. Well, even, I mean, even... That's sometimes at me for work, it's like when you have slow days, you know, that first hour of work. Right. It seems like it's about three hours long. Right. But there's days where, you know, I'll start working on something at nine o'clock and I'll look up and, oh, it's 1130 already. Yeah. And so there's, I mean, time is a very funny thing when you're talking about it. Right. Or thinking about it too. That's true. Regardless. So, I mean, for, for his mom she probably didn't realize that she was gone for an hour. Right. I mean, cause probably most of the times back then, not many people are wearing 
you know, fancier watches or anything like right, that. They're either right, going to have, true. you know, pocket watch or just something like that. I mean, and then, of course, the kid in the car, I mean. Just straight it's, killing. It's, yeah, I mean, and, and, of course, there's no, there's no time, you know, there's not a clock or anything in that car probably either. Right. Um, so Paul was wearing a bright red jacket, which should have been easy to find during the search, but again, nothing was found. Um, some did say that during the search, bloodhounds tracked the boy sent to the highway, where, another coincidence, it is said was the exact same place that Paula had disappeared from. Goodness. So, just these little connections are what i mean obviously these cases happened within the same five years they're happening in the same area but then the fact that these cases now start to make those little connections um is what i don't want to use the word fun but is what's interesting about these cases is that now they're starting to connect in different ways yeah and it's kind of it's kind of wild to me of it's you know and they're all kind of around I mean, I know you said one was, but they're all October, November. Like, it's all towards the end of the year. Yep. Also. Yep. And they're all kind of within the first, you know, couple yep. weeks of the month or so. So that's that's also another thing to me of, you know, you see the meme on, on Twitter or wherever where he's he's got all the little um, lines, the, connecting, the lines the connecting everything. And it's, yeah. that's kind of how my brain's going right now. It's like, oh, it's this, 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 this. So. But yeah, I mean that's yeah I, right. It, it's it's really starting to I'm I'm getting the the jumpy brain effect right the now. Heebie-jeebies. Um. Okay, so the last person to go missing was Frida Langer. She went missing on October twenty eighth, nineteen fifty. She was fifty three years old. So this is like two, basically two weeks after. Yes. So after very Paul close is missing. So, Frida and her cousin leave the campsite that they were camping at to just go on a little bit of a hike. During the hike, Frida slips and she falls into a creek. So, she tells her cousin, like, if you wait here, I'll go back to the campsite and change and I'll meet you back here. So, this kind of makes it seem like they're not that far from the campsite when this happens. I don't see myself personally... (laughs) saying hey steven we're a mile out you stay here i'll go back and change and i'll be able to find my way back to you right um knowing you right you could not do that but this so that's just (laughs) i mean you know frida could be a lot better than i am but that's just right off the back what it seems like so but after some time the cousin ends up going back to the campsite because frida is taking too long when he gets back to the campsite he finds out that Frida never made it back to the campsite. Of course. So this is the only one where this results in a body being found. On May 12th, 1951, her body is found just in an open area of land that was searched through like nine months earlier. So by the campsite, literally this open area and she's just there so no cause of death could be determined because of how decayed her body already was at this time so you've got a body that's kind of all they had for this case um 
So she goes missing in October. You find her in May. That's kind of all we have to work with. And th so this is the only person out of these five where we actually find um, a body. So now we're going to talk about some theories that people had. There's honestly not a whole lot of theories that I could find. Um, there's really only three that people were talking about online. Um, so we're going to talk about those. The first theory, and I think theories that come up a lot in disappearances, is that it was a serial killer. Because all of these happened within five years of each other, they thought, you know, this was the one reason that it was a serial killer was just the amount of time. But where my sick, twisted mind goes. Oh, here we go. Is I don't know if it's true because like every serial killer has their thing, you know, like whether it's victims with brown hair or blonde hair or they like 20 year olds or they like you know they always have like right something. yeah they've got a certain and i you've got people from 73 years old to eight. to eight years old so there's like no rhyme or reason they're also like we've got women we've got females so there's no rhyme or reason so for this it's just one of those that e so i don't know I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely one where it's you can kind of see both sides of the coin on this right. one. Of it definitely could, and not. I don't think a. I mean, I guess I. I don't really know what what point you determine someone a serial killer or not. Um, but I mean, I can kind of see. I mean, maybe it's someone. And this might we just might have to do a whole deep dive on this. And a whole whole another episode of where we just deep dive into of serial killers. Oh no no no! no. I'm saying I was of about like, to say I'm down. <laughs> I, that might be a special series. We have to uh, um, a whole month we do of serial <laughs> killers or something like that. But no, I, I was saying kind of like what all is really in that area. You know what I mean? So like, is there like a random cabin? Oh, uh, I get what you, you're you know what I'm saying. So I mean, it's something like for for me, it's kind of like okay, like if you can place. I mean, even if there's a cabin, I get you know, that. five miles away, if that person is constantly watching that area, and even if it's just, you know. Oh, and if there's we, a little mom and pop shop in there, you know, and then they go in the shop and, you know, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. So that's, I, I mean, and I'm also kind of like you of, they, you know, they have a serial killers, tep, you know, typically have a. Okay, it's it's gonna be, you know, this certain way. Yeah, they're gonna, and also it's to to me that they only find one body out of the five. Right, and so that's also kind of a, you know, not to take the deep dive into uh, criminal minds, but like, is that the way of saying, oh, I'm gonna let you, let you catch me, right? Kind of in a way, but not fully give myself up right yeah so the second theory is that a mountain cat could have gotten their claws literally on these people now the idea was thought that but uh, so here's what's wrong with this idea is that normally you know 
mountain lions they don't they're not like they're not looking for people you know but then also my thing is if it was a mountain lion like the first guy we talked about rivers you had to hurt him because he was only just out of eyesight so not out of earshot he's just out of line of vision so if it was a cat that would have got him you would have heard him the same thing with the eight-year-old boy you would have heard him so I think a lot of these can be dubbed uh not a cat by the fact that you could hear them well even on the one even with Paula's in her case like they you know those the people were only like a hundred yards or so like you would have you would have heard her screaming or whatever right if if something would have happened like that right so i said mountain lions but i meant bobcats bobcats aren't known to attack humans and that is what is known to be in this area um and typically bobcats lynx you know kind of where you're at they're kind of called something different normally uh i believe i'm no animal expert is it called lynx Links. Yeah, Links, I think so. Sure. I think it's what's called. Sure, we'll go with that. We'll sound dumb. Or if maybe we they're different animals. Let us know if we pronounce that wrong. Um, I mean, but most of the time they're they're not super big from what I've seen. Right. Like they're you know like an average sized right. dog maybe. Now I'm never gonna underestimate an animal. Oh no. But that is it's again just you would hear them. You'd be able to a hear the cat, and then b you'd be able to hear the shrieks. So that's why I don't think this one is a good enough theory. Yeah, so if we're if we're going off those two, I'm sticking with serial killer over right. cat. Instead of serial killer cat. Right. <laughs> New episode name for this one. Right. Um so the third theory is that all of this is paranormal. Um the only similarities about each case is like you said that the time of day when each person was last seen was around 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and that the time of year they were last seen was the same, which was about the last three months of the year. So, again, this is going back to something you said about we, I should have looked more into the area to see if it is known for paranormal whatever. Um, but this is another theory people have, but whatever. Um, yeah, probably the, I mean, obviously I'm not really one of right. a paranormal activity type right. of theory. It's not my th- cup of tea. Theorist, is right. that a word? I, if not, I just made it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, to to me it kind of seems like a serial killer-esque. Right. Not necessarily that in general. The only weird one, to me, obviously was james tedford the the guy that was missing on the bus yeah. that's the one that's just like okay i don't really know what like i don't know how to process that one right of like i mean you're just all his stuff still on theories, the bus right like i would love to know if they talked to the bus driver right because why didn't the bus driver go missing i mean there's just i mean yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that one's that's a that's a mind boggler is what I'm going to call that one. Um, the last kind of theory they have. And again, it goes back to your maybe it was in the area. And this is a little bit more gory is that there are um, 
there's a certain word for it and it just left to my mind people who live in the mountains and they eat people cannibalists cannibals but i i think there's a certain word for people who live in the mountains and do that but maybe i'm wrong um but that's another theory is that maybe there is some group of people who lived in this certain area that every once in a while they just snatch somebody and um had a good meal wow okay sorry i didn't mean it like that um (laughs) but um so that's the last theory that people had um and so you don't want to think that there are people like that out in the world um so i'm either i mean i'm stuck in between serial killer or cannibals it's either one of those man what a oh so you've also got some notes in here um some some oh, other sorry some other theories i, I want to read through <laughs> these ahead. because these, these are some of my favorite uh ufo yes um so you know there's some other ones keep going my personal favorite and what i'm really hoping it is <laughs> bigfoot bigfoot <laughs> let me just tell you you know they always ask you about what's um what can you give a 10 minute presentation on with no preparation that might be one for me is Bigfoot. <laughs> I love that. Because oh man. I almost I almost just skipped right over that note, so I'm glad you caught it. Listen. Theories, U- UFOs or Bigfoot. Listen, Somehow I, Bigfoot was involved. If there's Bigfoot involved in any of your any any of these uh scripts that you type up for us, some of this obviously is not scripted because we talk way too much. Um but there's some I just I had to have Bigfoot be mentioned in this podcast. I think through, um, you know, different websites where people talked about it, UFOs and Bigfoot was brought up. Aliens was brought up a lot. Oh, of course. Um, but besides those random Bigfoot people, um, serial killer, paranormal, um, mountain cat or cannibals were the most talked about theories. Um, and so that's what we got. Um, so now we're just going to take a short break and we're going to talk about our sponsor for this episode. All right. And now we are going to move on to our Florida man segment. Um, Florida man minute. Sorry. Um, this is a segment where Steven Googles a random date along with the words Florida man. And I sit back and giggle at, um, the article that Stephen has picked out. All right, Sam. So you know, start off uh, start off every week with a question. Right. Um, we're taking this semi internationally. We're okay. still in Florida, but we're still. So I'm going to base this. You know, s- our listens have been going up in uh, like the, I think oh like England, uh, Canada, mm-hmm. and Australia, right? Especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So first, I'm going to ask you. So if if you could travel anywhere. Outside of the United States, we'll right. preface it that way. Where would you go? Um, Iceland. Okay. Hmm. Are you wanting a different answer? Oh no, that's okay. I'm just trying to process that one. I I I love green, and so I I any place that woods is where I would want to go. Any place with nature. <laughs> so what it, you're saying is you don't really want to go to Australia. I I I didn't know if that was the answer you were looking for. So yes, I do want to go to Australia. Um, if that's the answer you're looking for, 
then yes, Australia. I would also like, I mean, genuinely like to go there, but Iceland is the main. Anyways, continue. Okay, so um, this actually comes to us. This is a very old Florida. This might be the original Florida man. Whoa. Maybe. Uh, This comes to us October 12th of 1994. Wow. I was not even eight months old yet. Let's put that (laughs) Thanks. I forget how old you are. Uh, Anyways, continue. Um, so our our segment title here is Florida man sentenced in egg smuggling case. Okay. Okay. Intrigued. So, um, so a Florida man has been sentenced to 21 months imprisonment for smuggling Australian cockatoo eggs into the United States. Whoa. The DOJ announced today. 21 months. 21 months. Uh, the eggs whose importation is prohibited under U.S. law were worth $603,000 after hatching into birds. $603,000. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm looking at Sam right now just for, for reference because there was a very long silence. And it was the most shocked face. Wow. Wish, that's a lot of money. Wish I could have got that one for <laughs> IG right there. Um, so Ronald Mark. Martin Locke, sure, we're going to butcher that name wow. real good, uh, of Cocoa, Florida, was sentenced Tuesday um, by the U.S. District Court in Tampa. He pled guilty. Um, the Assistant Attorney General in charge of the Environment and Natural Resources Division said, this case demonstrates once again our commitment to the aggressive prosecution of wildlife crime. Unlawful wildlife trafficking is a multi-million dollar business. And she's also saying this in the mid-90s, so I can't even imagine what it is now. Right. Just just as my little thought in there. Um, this case illustrates the severe penalties courts will impose for such violations. Um, so during the 90s, uh, he, this guy worked f- uh, as an egg smuggler or you know a mule for a group of individuals charged in a California case with smuggling hundreds of cockatoo eggs into the United States for over eight years. Uh, the smugglers hid their hid those eggs in their vests um, beneath their outer clothing. Uh, so when the birds are actually raised, these birds command prices from uh, roughly fifteen hundred dollars to up to almost thirteen thousand dollars per bird. And this is also, may I remind you, in the mid-90s. So probably based on inflation, you're looking at, you know, nowadays, probably maybe $20,000, roughly, somewhere I there. don't know my birds. What does a cockatoo look like? Are those the small ones? Uh, I don't know. I don't do enough research on these Florida Man segments. Um, but, yeah, you can look that up and, and see what they look like. Um, so these cockatoos are protected, uh, under international trade. Um, and so, and even the Australian law prohibits their exportation. Um, but yeah, it's a whole lot of, a whole lot of money, uh, that is, um, these birds are, are worth and it's just absolutely, I, you know, I found this date. There's a couple other ones from October 12th. But I found this one. It was from 1994, and I just knew that this one had to be it. Not as not as fun as you know, but wild. Not good pun. Of birds. Didn't mean to. <laughs> wow, it's yeah, a a cockatoo can live for 40 to 60 years. They're gonna outlive me and you. Well, I, that's wild. Maybe that's why they're worth so much. I don't know. 
I'm wow. not a, I'm not a bird expert. <laughs> Here I am. I got my cats for free. <laughs> like you got a deal. Two for one. Um, it's now three for one. But um, wow. We are in the wrong business if that's how much you can make with bird eggs. I mean, I'm not smuggling anything, and that's not what I'm implying. But, like, let's get a cockatoo and sell eggs. We're in the wrong business. (laughs) If that's, if you can make. Join us next week for our new podcast. (laughs) Breeding. Breeding Join our small business. Yeah. Um, Send us donations. Wow. So, yeah. 21 months. That's a long time. Yeah. For smuggling some eggs in. And. You know, like I said, not as fun as a drunk Florida man shoveling Olive Garden down and yelling obscenities at people. But right. Hey. Drunks, drunk shirtless spaghetti. Yep. Man. That ne- was a good one. Next week, it's, it's, uh, you've talked me into going back to food ones for Florida man. <laughs> so next week, prepare for a food. food wow, episode. this was a good one. So, but yeah, little, little bit longer pod podcast this week. So a little cockatoo deep dive. Yeah, well, maybe. Hey, maybe we'll post the picture of one of these birds. You can see. There you what, go. You can see. So what, everyone else can see. You see what twenty grand buy or whatever fifteen grand will buy you. Fifteen grand. Wow. Goodness. Um. Anyways, we won't keep you any. Long. I'll do my deep dive off. Offline. Um, off podcast, so that way I can make Stephen listen to me. Um. But always, thank you for listening and sticking with us uh, for this long and just listening to us ramble. Um, Like I said, make sure to follow our social medias, uh, send us email suggestions, um, and do all the fun stuff. So also, this is, you know, I'll take my 30 seconds here of shouting out our, um, our neighbors to the north, not Kansas, Canada. Um, you guys have taken a very substantial lead in our international listens. Shout out to you guys. Uh, let us know if there's uh, a very... I can't do a Canada accent, uh, sorry. Good. <laughs> let's let's not lose those listens. Um, if there's that's a, why Canada is up in the that's, lead because all right. the Australian people left. Golly. And see, I'm trying to reel them back in with this Australian <laughs> Florida tie here. And so, but no, I mean, it's like we all, you know, sound like a broken record because we talk about it you know at, at the end of every show but it's it's so cool that not only we're being heard all over the united states but we're also getting fairly substantial listens internationally Worldwide. yeah so i mean there's i mean i'm just kind of scrolling through the list and there's just i mean there's probably 10, cool. 10 15 different countries outside of the united states and so but yeah keep keep listening keep sharing keep doing what you're doing because we love it <laughs> it's yeah we we talk about this we text about it throughout the day of like oh we we're up to this many listens and oh look there's there's someone new from here and right. so but yeah so we're episode 12 we're still going still rolling strong i'm not leaving Thank you. contrary to episode 10 <laughs> whoops we just get a little i guess we get emotional on episodes now <laughs> Was we're, not expecting we're, it. we're looking back. I mean, we've been doing this for two and a half months now. Right. And it's just, wow. it's, it's really, it's very cool for, I've listened to maybe one 
you know, once it actually is out. Right. <laughs> and, you know, kind of hearing that first one to where we are now, we probably ramble a lot more than what we should on these, right? You know? Right. Yeah. People are all tuned out now. Yeah. So it's just yeah. <laughs> so It's just me and Sam's uh, just a little chat between ourselves right, right now. But no, it's uh, it's super cool to kind of know where we've started and where we're where we're at now and where we're going. We're always trying to make things better. Obviously, mm-hmm. continuous improvement of you know someone Sam said we didn't even realize it, but our ad read was incredibly loud, and so we'll we'll have it fixed for this episode. Right, right. We're fixing it. We're so. growing learning (laughs) learning is a full-time job with podcasting i'll tell you that so um but just thank you thank you again and like always uh i am sam and i'm steven and this is crimeology